3: Geocomedy Alive from Bill Ford Talk Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Some more Daniel Jones talk yesterday as a lot of people writing how one of these tags could be the better way to go to keep Daniel Jones, but I just totally disagree with that. Because if you tag him... All of that's guaranteed, and that takes away the tag that you could use on Saquon Barkley, which is a much cheaper tag, and you could have those two guys stay together. So if you end up tagging Daniel Jones, a fully guaranteed contract hinders your ability to build the roster up around him and build the defense up, and then Saquon Barkley essentially becomes a free agent at that point if you can't work out a deal with him on your terms. So to me, that's not a good scenario. Yes, you'll keep Daniel Jones, fine, but... Is that really the way you want to go? Isn't it amazing how many
4: decisions that these guys have to make? Yeah. I mean, every year it's just nonstop. And you go from the Jet quarterback situation to what you would believe would be the Giants' stability at quarterback. And now all of a sudden, with Daniel changing agents and everything else, and the money being what it is going to be at, uh, at that position, uh, Daniel's sitting in a really you know kind of a unique spot. I'll put it that way. I don't know uh if he's on the open market he's going to be getting that kind of money. I, I don't I don't I don't think so, but I could be wrong. But it's it's like, you know what's gonna happen here? There are gonna be guys that are going to be available for trade, I believe. And the quarterback market's going to be flooded again, uh, with certain guys. You know, maybe Lamar Jackson's in the middle of all this. That's why, you know, if I'm Derek Carr, I gotta make my decision. I gotta I gotta get my seat and I gotta and I gotta get Get going with my new team. And I do know that if Derek Carr ended up signing with the Jets, he would move the Florida park tomorrow. And he'd be living at the uh, facility. I know that that's how much all-in he would be.
3: Yeah,
4: which is great, but it also doesn't make him a
3: better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. No, really?
4: there's very few players that are better <laughs> yeah, than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, I mean, I know
3: that you want, I don't know, it's just the you want to tell me that Josh McTanis was a disaster and I believe it, but... You can also look at it organizationally that they looked in their division and their conference and said, this guy's not good enough to get it done. And the Jets are going to give that same guy a four or five year deal to max out in the divisional round. That's why
4: he needs it. I
3: I personally
4: think that he needs to go to the NFC South if he can. Yeah. And I, you know, if he could get the Carolina and Frank, that would be the perfect spot for him. But then again, like I do not know whether or not Carolina wants to go down that road again or do they want to draft one of these three kids. At the top of the NFL draft. That, is that's Frank still
3: freezing you out?
4: Yes. Still. <laughs>
3: my Lord. This is probably the longest you've gone through yeah, talking I don't
4: know, to. There's them. a lot of people involved here with each other. You know, like the Jets and Derek Carr, maybe him and the Saints. and I mean, everybody's involved with each other right now.
3: Man, if I were Frank, I'd want a rookie to get my hands on him and, and just develop him from the beginning. That's so what I That's going to
4: most likely either be C.J. Stroud or Will Levis from Kentucky, assuming that nobody jumps up in front of them. With a trade, or maybe they trade up to number one and they go get Bryce Young. Maybe.
3: That is a possibility. Now, I, I just, I, I don't get the thought process of Aaron Rodgers if he is in the, the driver's seat. He is. N- like, if so if he's driving this bus and he wants to go to an NFC team, what happens then? No, that, 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 that they would say no to that. Okay. And then he would say, okay, the
4: the perfect situation. don't show up and you got to pay me. But but the perfect situation for Green Bay is to trade him to the Jets. His buddy Nathaniel Hackett is here. I mean, it's it's too easy. It's too, it's, it's, it makes too much sense. But again, assuming he's got to modify his contract, the compensation is not going to be that great from the Jets to the Packers. Maybe there's a conditional pick if they do have some sort of amazing success. Um, and and it also affords the Jets to keep Zach Wilson. Let me just walk you it. That's through. why it makes way no, too much No, I know. I get sense. that. Let me
3: just walk you through it. So let's just say Aaron Rodgers, is clarity, and I want to go to X team in the NFC, and I have to go there. And he says to the Packers, listen, I've done a lot for you. I need you to trade me to an NFC team. And you said before that the Packers want to do right by him because he's been a pain in the ass, but he's delivered a ton to that organization and that fan base. And he says, "Okay, this is where I want to go. I don't want to go to the AFC. I want to go here. The AFC is loaded. I want to go to this division. I want to go to this team." And they say no. And Aaron Rodgers says, "Okay, fine. I'll just stay on the roster, and you got to pay me this exorbitant amount of money." Now he knows he'd have to modify his
4: contract there too. I mean, I I, look—it's just a matter of time before he comes out of the darkness retreat, and we can make fun of it all we want. But you know, at the end of the day, he's going to say, "Look, it's time for me to move on." And if he does that. You know, the Jets make perfect sense for everybody involved. And I, I didn't think that initially. Um, and now I'm, I'm, the more we get into this and the more I start thinking about the different scenarios that are out there, is, is the more I'm starting to think that this is what's going to happen. Well, I think it's
3: the perfect scenario for the Jets. I don't know if it's the perfect scenario for Aaron Rodgers.
4: So they have a
3: good team.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: If he were on this team last year, they probably would have won four, at least four more games. Um, and they would have been right in the thick of the playoffs. And you know, they—I'm telling you—they they're they're willing to spend. I know that for a fact. I know they're willing to spend. But if they're going to spend, that means they're going to have to modify his contract. You know, and that's why I keep saying the 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 blueprint for this is Brady to the Bucks. Sure, he and then he left. Working. He left an NFC team, AFC team, went to an NFC team. He
3: tried to get himself to Miami. That's why Miami lost their draft pick this year. That's right. Steven Ross and the tampering and everything else. Uh, let's go to Sean, who was on Long Island. What's going on, Sean?
5: Uh, not a great start to the week here with Boomer's um, recent attitude flip. I'm a die-hard Bills fan, and, and I was wrestling my laurels there with, with uh, Boomer the past few weeks with him kind of poo-pooing the Rodgers of the Jets, and I was finding a lot of peace in that. And um, now this morning, it's kind of turned my world upside down that, you really feel like, I think, Boomer's dead set on the fact that he's going to be going to the Jets, and that makes me terrified. That's number one. And number two, I think there's, I do think there's other teams that are going to sneak up here that could come into play, though. And I think, for example, Lamar's out of Baltimore. That's going to open up that seat. They're not going to be drafting anybody. So you'd have to think maybe Carl waits it out to see if he can go over there. I mean, the new OC that they got, I think, is more inclined to work better with a car as opposed to Lamar. Um, who knows if Rodgers becomes an option for the Ravens at that point too? What about the Steelers? You think the Steelers are dead no. set on Kenny Pickett?
3: No, you know, no I don't is, think that he's a he's a possibility there. I, I would be very surprised if the Steelers. They're, no, went they're that married attention. to
4: Kenny Pickett right now. Yeah. At least right now they are, and they'll see. They saw. Look what Mike uh, Tomlin did at the end of last year with Kenny Pickett and that defense and offense. I mean, he was.
3: They were amazing. Yeah, to make sure he didn't have a losing
4: record again. That's exactly right. So I I don't. Aaron Rodgers is. I, I believe if I had if I had to sit here right now and make a prediction, and and maybe two weeks ago I, I probably said the same thing, and now I now I'm changing my mind. I think that he's either a Jet or he's retired.
3: So when he doesn't go to the Jets, what do you say? I was telling you all along that he's I not just, going to the Jets. Are you no, saying? No, no, I,
4: I think now I, I came in this morning. I talked to you about yeah. all of this, and I'm I'm thinking now. And, and I'm I'm taking a lot of assumptions here, they're, and you know I'm talking about a man's money, and I don't want to ever you know, but he's in order to be realistic about coming here, he's going to have to modify his contract significantly, assuming that he gets assurances from Woody Johnson that they're going to spend money in free agency, yeah, like I like, I'm not coming in here and, and, you know, saying to Woody, okay, look, I yeah, I want to come play for the Jets. And, you know, you're, I'm going to take $30 million a year for the next two years, guarantee me 60000000 million, we'll call it a day, and put some bonuses in there if I, you know, if, we, if I'm all pro or if I, we make the playoffs or we make the Super Bowl, put some bonuses in there, whatever. You can do all that stuff. But, by the way, I'm not coming here and taking that much less money if you are not turning around and putting it into the
3: team. The Boomer and Geo phrase of the day Modify his contract. Modify the contract. Let's go to Greg in Broadway. What's going on, Greg?
6: Hey, good morning, fellas. How you doing? All right, Greg,
3: uh, what's happening?
6: I wouldn't sign Jones. If he wants that $45 million or whatever he wants, if he can't take 30 and uh, work with the Giants to the heck with him, let him go put Tyrod Taylor in there. He, play, he can do the same thing Jones did last year. I
3: don't know about that. I mean, Tyrod's had his issues staying healthy. He's he's a bit older. I do like Tyrod as a player, but I don't think he could do the same thing Daniel Jones did.
6: As long as you don't stick him with a needle like San Diego did. Good uh, point. No, just let the guy go. I mean, you can get another quarterback someplace else. I mean, just work with the defense and offensive line. Put all your money over there and forget these quarterbacks. They're making too much. (laughs) These guys ain't worth
3: it. Yeah, Greg, it doesn't work that way. You can't forget the quarterback in the NFL, man. It's the most important position. I I would
6: also say,
4: like, you know how we're talking about Aaron (laughs) Rodgers understanding what the Jets need to do uh, salary cap wise and how to kind of fit him in so they can spend money in other areas to beef up. Know, the offensive line. That's really what the number one thing that they'll have to do, and maybe maybe add a defensive uh, lineman or two. But I, I just, you know, if you're Daniel Jones, you got to get what you can get. I understand that, but I also understand that he's in the perfect offense for him. He's got the perfect coaching staff. Man, if he if if he's going to hold out for that kind of money, then he is basically going to be playing with nobody again.
3: Yeah, yeah, because he'll end up getting tagged, or he'll they'll give him that contract, which I don't think that they will. And then, I mean, I know the salary cap goes up, and that is a factor in these negotiations from the player and the agent side. Up to $225 million per team this year. But there's no way Daniel Jones is getting anywhere near that on the open market. $45 million a year. There's that's no why way. That's why
4: you put that that tag on it that allows them to go negotiate with other teams. And if another team really wants it bad enough and you get two first-round picks back, then you let them walk if you can't afford them.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I have a hard time seeing him somewhere else. They so why? I mean,
4: that's a hard. It's a really hard thing to, to imagine.
3: But there's going to be other teams out there that are going to be. If, if this is not working out well for the Giants and the Giants don't want to guarantee him that full franchise tag number, there's going to be teams out there that are interested in him. Not a forty five million dollars a year. But the if, if the Ravens don't have Lamar Jackson. If the Raiders don't have a replacement for Derek Carr, if they're then, not paying him forty five million. Well, I just said that. Yes, I know they wouldn't pay him forty five million a year. Was how I prefaced that. And my you know my thing is I. I
4: As much as I appreciate what Daniel did this year, I really don't want my quarterback running for 700 yards. I don't want him to be exposed like that. I need to make him last for 17 games a season. Hmm. You know, give me 350 yards and key first downs and keep the ball moving and win games. Give me 43 to 4,600 yards passing. Give me 35 touchdown passes. That's what I want. Yeah, but he was able to run for all that yardage
3: and stay healthy last year. Smarter. Yeah, and take a lot of hits, but again, you're asking a lot. I mean, I'm well, especially with the the weapons around him last year. And I'm
4: telling you, dude, you you are asking a lot for these quarterbacks. I mean, Lamar Jackson hasn't made it through the last two
3: seasons. Yep. well, he's out. He doesn't protect himself nearly as much as he should be protecting himself. All right. Georgie in Manhattan, what's happening, Georgie?
7: Boomer, yes, yeah, big fans. I love you guys. Thank you. I want to bring in Aaron Rodgers. I want it to be our Mark Messier moment of 1994 where a legend comes into this city, wins us at that point a cup, and an NFL championship for the New York Jets. I want to see, you know, Canyon of Heroes and put Aaron Rodgers up on our uh, Mount Rushmore of legends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what
3: everybody wants to see. Yeah, that would would be great. If it could happen, I think it would be great. I'm with this. I've been wanting this. I just don't believe it will happen, but this is exactly what I want to see. For all the reasons. And I'm not a guy that believes that he's not going to be able to handle the New York media. I think he's going to be perfect for it. He doesn't care. Like, you know, he pretends like he cares about it and it bothers him, but he really doesn't. Because he moves on and then does all this stuff with his life. He has fun with it. He enjoys it. I would
4: think that if he came to the Jets, his McAfee show would be worth even more money. Oh, I'm sure.
3: Right? Yeah, I, I am sure. Yeah.
4: Think of all the eyeballs. Hey, Michael in Bayville. Michael, what's happening?
6: Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey you know, you guys are talking like we got to get Rodgers over here if, as long as he takes the pay cut and stuff and you're openly admitting that there's no way that Jones will make the 45 million routine why aren't we just going after somebody like Jones since Rodgers doesn't even seem to be speaking to his agent he's been locked in a cubby hole for two you know two weeks
3: I don't see Daniel Jones so being way, an option you know, for the Jets. Yeah, no way.
6: I, there's no way. And
4: you're going to sit here and tell me that if he wanted 45 million a year from the Giants, you think the Jets want to pay him 45
6: million a year? Of no, course not. No, that's what I'm. No, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Nobody will pay Jones 45 million. But you're saying if you can get Rodgers to take a pay cut, he's going to have he's to. He's, gonna he's not going to make
4: 59 million dollars in a signing bonus from the Jets. I know.
6: But then, as long as he takes the pay cut, the Jets can, you know get other players that they need. If they could get Jones for that same price and still get the other players, why wouldn't they be trying to do that, talking to Jones, new agent? Yeah,
4: I don't think that's going to happen, Michael. That's. Uh, I think Daniel Jones is probably looking for a five-year deal, and he's looking for big money. There's no way the Jets are going after Daniel Jones. If I told you that Daniel Jones got five years, okay, okay. $200 million. Five two hundred. What would you say to that?
3: Uh, I still think it's too much. Yeah, I mean, it's just too much. I mean, I I, I don't know, man. I, I would offer him right around where the franchise tag is. That's They're what where, I would offer, you know. Look, look a year. Yeah, like thirty two million. Yeah, actually, that that's what I would still. Think. That's still a lot of money. I know it's a ton of money for him, especially coming into this season where no one expected him to have a good year. Except maybe him and Brian Dable. Well, somebody's in his ear. That's oh, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, well this is this is cash-in time, man. This is it. This is your spot. This is where you gotta land the helicopter on the helipad and you can't screw up.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
3: CBS
6: Sports
3: Network. We've got another Jerry Recco update happening here, which is today. Much needed, even though there's nothing to really tell us about, because I need to sit here and recover during these segments. Uh, yeah. Recharge my battery.
8: Look. I hear you. Um, we'll do similar stuff this hour yes. next hour so i saw you just looking into this mike clevenger situation um, yeah. yeah they had him on parkins and spiegel
3: had the, oh, the uh, accuser on parkins and spiegel and right? he's
8: now suing the
3: station that's right all yeah. right
8: no he's threatening
3: to sue the station he so said my so lawyers are going to be in touch
8: yeah very interesting so i'm just kind of going through all that
4: sound now for next hour
3: those are your guys um, there boomer
4: yes that's who i do a uh a wednesday it was wednesday uh after hit with them during the football season yeah you weren't yeah. the accuser right no oh, okay make it sure because i know you go on with them all the time yeah i talk bears football all right
8: very good bears football Bear, bears football not bears and we are brought to you by superbook sports visit superbook.com just a couple more from david carr on his brother Derek carr who already visited with the uh the saints now he spent the weekend with the jets impressions of rob sala pretty good so far here was Carr and his brother
4: yeah Derek had a great trip so he went there
5: to to get a feel for how they work you know from the top down and mm-hmm. Everyone he met, and we knew he would love Robert Sala. I've known yeah. Robert for a while. MJ knows Robert. He's fantastic, and they hit it off, and they, they would love to work together.
8: And we'll see if that does happen. That said, the Jets, not exactly a
4: slam dunk. But there's a lot of questions that have to be asked. You know, he, has to, he has to find out how the inner workings of, all, obviously, the front office works, but then also, I think the most important thing for him as a veteran quarterback, what is it going to be like as an offensive play caller and a quarterback in that relationship? Todd Downing is there. He has a relationship with Todd. Nathaniel Hackett is also there. So how does all that work? Do you think the name Aaron
8: Rodgers came up during their visit? Had to have.
3: There's no way. If I'm I'm Derek Carr, I am making sure I I vet every single situation with this team. And I think that the name Zach Wilson and the name Aaron Rodgers got to come up in the first ten minutes of the conversation. Mike White. That's right. Mike White, too. too, (laughs) Legend of Mike White.
4: (laughs) But definitely the, the discussion about Zach Wilson was had. No, you would think it would have had to have. You no, know, the other thing, too, is, you know, if Derek Carr comes here next year and he gets hurt and they go, you know, they win five games, guess what? You're looking at a whole new coaching staff. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. So, I, I mean, you know, if, if I personally, if it's me and I'm Derek Carr, I think I'm looking for a place where I, I can definitely get a four to five year commitment. I got a new like Carolina would be great. Um, they got a new coach. Anybody, you know, Tampa would be great. They got a new coach. Dennis Allen was his coach. Uh, you know down at new orleans he's not going anywhere right so those places i don't know about tampa but i i think that both carolina and uh the saints if he has those opportunities would be much more i think open to longer term contracts and more commitment to him from the time bill belichick
8: resigned and didn't take the head coaching job wound up going to new england how many coaches have the jets had because right. you just say that, like a new head coach, like, oh my God. Let's go. Let's one.
3: just go. Let's, let's have some fun. I'm let's him up here. name one, all right? Oh, I got oh. Al Groh. Al Groh I'll go Herm Edwards. Well, I have I'm it in front of me. so. I'll go Rex Ryan. Eric Mangini. I'll go Rob Sala. Todd Bowles. I think you're only missing one.
4: Uh, we are missing one. Was, uh, I got it. You want me to say it? You, you got want, it, you got you want it. to
3: get beat badly with this? That's fine. Well, no, you were relatively even. Until now. You're up one. This Until would now. be for the win. Norovirus and yeah. all. Kicking your ass. Uh, all right, bring it on. Adam Gase. Yeah. Adam Gase. Yeah. So
8: they've had since Parcells, one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven coaching
3: regimes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It's
3: pathetic is what it is. Well, that,
4: That's why this, with this particular decision for this particular position is basically, you know, going to determine who's going to be here? I, you know, look, you, you can imagine what this fan base is going to be like if they have another losing record.
8: And the longest tenured one was longest tenured out of all them, Rex Rex Ryan. Yeah, Rex was six years. Everyone else was two or three, and Groh was one, as we know. Was that more uh, or less? Groh chose to leave himself. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's fair. Virginia. But it was just another head coach that came and went. Yeah. However, so Rex was six walt michaels was five or six i'm trying to think i mean
4: was, Walton? was four or five
8: yeah coslet was four. four. Four years uh yeah. pete
4: carroll one year
8: pete carroll one year uh 94 Richard Cote, two years. two yep parcells three herm edwards no no hold on
1: hold on
4: what bill belichick like one day A half hour <laughs> So <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it on a napkin. Yeah, wow! I, I resigned at the HC of the NYJ. Unbelievable.
8: Anyhow, anyway, uh, you also talk about Lamar Jackson and his uh, Instagram post. Who knows what that means going forward for him in Baltimore if he is in Baltimore going forward. Uh, in Tampa, Aaron Boone and Aaron Judge met the media, and here was Boone. So, how do you think your big guy is going to handle the captaincy?
6: I think I think the differences will be subtle. You know, and I think it's just another year in his evolution as a leader. Um, obviously, it's now accompanied with, um, you know, uh, a, a, a title that means a lot to this organization. And the one
8: thing that he likes in terms of having Judge here uh, that whole season last year was about the future, well, there's no uncertainty anymore.
6: We know now for certain, and he knows now for certain, that this is his home for the next nine years, for the rest of his career. Um Maybe you'll see a subtle ratchet up of, you know, how he goes about things, how he leads. And here he is, meaning
8: judge. We got work to do. Let's go get it. One of the main reasons why I wanted to come back and work in Stripes is we had a lot of unfinished business here. So, you know, looking forward to, you know, this this new role. But I don't think a lot of stuff doesn't change for me. You know, it got me in this position. And I just
4: got to keep keep focusing on that and keep pushing forward.
8: 65 home runs. Let's go. Let's go get it. Uh, meantime, Mets owner Steve Cohen was in Port St. Lucie on Monday, as he is every day this time of year. He spoke to the media, so he was asked this question. Would anything less than a World Series title be a disappointment for you?
6: You know how hard it is to get into the World Series, right? I mean, as we saw last year, right? So the only thing right. you can do yeah. is, is put yourself in position right where good things can happen. Make the to the The team's got to be healthy. It's got to be rested. <laughs> it's got to be ready to go. And then you let the chips fall where they It matter. is
3: one of those catchwords that... Everybody seems to. When did that start happening? I don't know, but I think it might have something to do with the fact that those guys never get talked back to and people just sit there and nod at them, so they have to fill the space with something, so it's right. And then they pay everybody's like, right. Yeah, right. Everyone
8: does it, though, now.
3: Yeah, it's pathetic.
8: It happens a lot. Uh, Here was, because this was interesting. So, what about an extension
6: for Pete Alonso? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to let Billy handle that, and and uh, obviously at the right time, you know, we'll figure out what to do. Beats a tremendous player, and the fans, he's a fan favorite. You know, listen, he just got, he just came in. I think he lost 15-20 pounds, and you know, in shape, and and uh, he's a great ball player. He lost 15-20 right.
4: pounds. Uh, him and <laughs> uh, him
3: and Vogelback.
4: Vogelback.
6: Man, I'll tell you zone. what.
3: We got two diet
8: boys. And then we got Gio over here down 26 pounds. Yeah,
3: I was going to say, Vogelback had a lot more to lose than me, and I did it in like a month and a half, and he only lost that in, what, the entire offseason? Not really committed. <laughs> Still got a big head. Vogelback. Still got a big everything.
4: Uh, you know, it's more health-related. I mean, he's not going to... just not exactly gonna, he's the same. You think?
8: Yes, exactly the
4: same. I'd have to see him
8: side-by-side side in the uniform
3: to say that. In Sitting the, in the golf court, not fair. He looks like he's about to dig for truffles with his nose. <laughs> <laughs>
8: uh, then there's Buck Showalter. He was asked about Justin Verlander hitting the ripe old age of 40. He says, all right, he's a vet. You can still learn new things, though, at your uh, advanced ages in this game. He
4: also learned some things about what not to do for some people. Managers, coaches, whatever. So you learn from everybody. And realize that you know nobody's got all the answers. Somebody comes in trying
6: to reinvent the wheel and think that something's never been done. It has.
8: It has. Okay. Well, we'll hear from him again tomorrow because there's pretty <laughs> much the only thing going on. <laughs> right. Uh, games just right. Uh, games to start coming up this weekend in baseball, and I'll have the Clevenger stuff for you next hour. Right. <laughs> Charles Barkley was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. couple of things here. Number one, talking about the Phoenix Suns getting Kevin Durant as he lands there.
4: Well, I think it's going to be great. It's great for our city. Uh, Kevin's a great player. Mm-hmm. We got Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Aiden. Mm-hmm. I like the team. I worried about our depth on the bench.
8: All right, well, they'll figure that out. The other one, and this made me think of Boomer and Al specifically, this was Barkley talking about uh, his time
4: in Phoenix. It was the greatest thing ever happened to me because now I live there. Uh
5: Because, you know, when you you go into an NBA city, especially I'm in the East, I go to Phoenix for like one day, maybe two at the most, then you're out. So you really don't get a chance to see the city or anything like that. And when I got traded there... I was like, "Yeah, I'm never
8: leaving here." I thought that about you when you were on the plane, staring at the uh, the beautiful sunshine and the desert. But we are back here. And then one other one. He was asked how tight the guys are at TNT, meaning the crew uh, when you get to the holiday season.
3: Will um, like your, your your work coworkers get you Chris? I mean, birthday presents for your sixtieth? Like,
5: will Ernie and Ernie and, Henry, and Kenny will probably do something nice and thoughtful? Okay. And Shaq is probably going to do what he do every Christmas, give us stuff that he's endorsing. <laughs>
8: I thought that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> Anyhow, all right. Uh, Knicks and Nets don't play until Friday. You got the Knicks in Washington. The Nets will be in Chicago. Myers Leonard back. He signs with the Bucs. Ten day contract. Been out of the league for almost two years. Had an anti Semitic slur on a web stream back then. Rangers Jets last night at the Garden and a rare sight: the Rangers losing in regulation.
6: Passed by Connor, broken up by Hadel. Center Connor shoots and scores. <laughs> <laughs> Think one so
8: childish. Uh, they would win 4 1 as they beat the Blue Shirts. The great Sam Rosen on MSG. Mark Scheifele with two goals. Kyle Connor a goal and two assists. Uh, and your guy, Hellbuck, Hellebuck, with 50, 50 saves on 51 shots. Here was Vincent Trocek. Give him some credit. He stopped
6: everything. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously a world class goalie over there, so you, you tip your hat. Uh, every once in a while, you run into a goalie that was standing on his head. And tonight, kind of, he did that a little bit and take a lot, of, a lot of things away from this game that were positive. So, uh, just got to look forward to the next one. First. And then
4: you get used to it. This usually happens, you know, when the opposing goaltenders come into New York. It hasn't happened as much this year as it has in the past because I think the offensive uh, nature of the Rangers is just so overwhelming at times. The last night, he just had a great night, and he's a former Vesna Trophy winner. It's the Garden. It is. It's the guard. He's the best out in most goalies. Rangers were 8-0-2 in their
8: last 10. First regulation loss since January 19th. And the Islanders doubled up the Penguins.
6: Penguins send it down the far boards. Right side for pinching Dumoulin. And then around the rim they go to the near side, but can't hold it in. It's at center. Two-on-one for the Islanders. Nelson, right wing over the Penguin line. He's got Palmieri with him. Chilty scores!
8: Yeah, your guy Chris King on Islanders Radio. Brock Nelson, not one but two goals as the Isles beat the Penguins 4-2. Bo Horvat and Anders Lee score as well. 44 saves for Ilya Sorokin. Uh Three goals in the third for the Isles does the trick. Islanders and Jets tomorrow, and the Devils take on the
7: Canadians tonight.
3: G.L. on the fan and CBS Sports Network. we were talking about Lamar Jackson and what he is looking for. As far as a contract goes, he was doing that Instagram story stuff, that passive-aggressive nonsense these players do now. Every single one of them does it. It's just absolutely embarrassing for them. They think that they are sending a message. All they're doing is sending a message that they're immature. And he did this where he's talking about, you know, whatever, the love. He's not getting the love back that he puts in and yada, yada, yada. And this has been ugly since the end of the season. And I want to know if Lamar Jackson is looking for a guaranteed contract like that of Deshaun Watson, which has been reported. John Harbaugh, one of the more respected men in the game, might think that he could have played at the end of the season and did not. Mm -hmm. And this is a guy who gets hurt and predominantly runs. And you know what happens to those guys as they get older in the NFL? Who's giving him that contract? Well, you know, they
4: offered him supposedly $133 million guaranteed along with a five-year deal. I believe it was. And he didn't want that. He wanted exactly what Deshaun Watson got. And I can understand his argument because he was an MVP and he's an exciting player. And I just, I, just from sitting where I sit and see what I see, I, I, I would not be surprised if they trade him. And I keep saying Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. It makes the most sense. And, you know, Arthur Blank, you want to sell tickets? You want to sell skyboxes? You want to sell sponsorship to your building? Sign Lamar Jackson to a five-year. I, maybe you don't have to go as much as uh, uh, as Deshaun Watson. But, man, I'll tell you, it'd be, it would be an unbelievable fit for him. I don't know if they want Lamar. That's another story. But I, to me, anyway, where I sit, I, that that's like the team. And then, you know, now if you're Baltimore, what do you do? And that's where maybe Derek Carr comes in there. I don't know. You know that could maybe Derek Carr's waiting for that. I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. But man, I I I, I gotta believe that John Harbaugh and, and the uh, and the Baltimore Ravens think that
3: Lamar Jackson has quit on them twice. Well, if that's the case, then there's no way he's coming back. And uh, that Instagram story yesterday was indicative of that. Now he, I, he needs an agent, man. He just right, got to so get himself an agent. That's silly, absolutely silly. But. If you want short-term season tickets, excitement around the fan base when there hasn't been a ton of excitement around the fan base with the Atlanta Falcons, you would definitely get that. But over the long haul as a football decision, giving him a five-year fully guaranteed max type of deal. They're not doing it. I mean, that would be insanity. Right. That's why a guy like Ryan Tannehill could work
4: in Baltimore.
1: Boof. Yeah.
4: (laughs) You know, it's interesting. You know how many yards Daniel Jones ran for this year? Over 700. Over 700 yards. Do you know how many yards Derek Carr has ran for in his nine seasons? 390. 840. Oh, okay. So it gives you a perspective that Derek Carr is a pocket passer, and that's it. Yeah. well, you know, He's not going to, and, and I know it's frustrating for coaches that he just won't run with the ball. I mean, just doesn't like to run with the ball. And I, you know, listen, I'm all about staying in the pocket too, but in this day and age, like, People are saying uh, yesterday, I heard on the on a station, a couple callers like, you know, what about the Giants and Derek Carr? I'm like, there's no way that Derek Carr fits that offense
3: that Brian Dayball, and Mike Kafka are running for uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of guys that played last year that were just pure pocket guys who didn't run. Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, those guys right off the top of my head. Just- Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, true. Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, so those guys right off the top of my head. Now, Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins are sort of like the same type of player. Right. And Tom Brady, obviously, the greatest of all time. And then you've got you know Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest of all I, time as well.
4: I, I, I would say that Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, they remind me of more pocket passers, even though they are athletic enough, and they will run. They will run. They will yeah. take off. But, I mean, Derek Carr is a guy that's basically going to be in that pocket. And it's all going to be about timing, and, and uh, it's all going to be... About concepts and things of that nature. That's why he does fit Nathaniel Hackett's offense. That's for sure. There's no question about that.
3: Yeah. Now Derek Carr. Are we to believe the Derek David Carr side of things? Or are we to believe the Josh McDaniels Raiders side of things when it comes to this breakup? Because if you're to believe the Josh McDaniels Raiders side of this, then Derek Carr becomes becomes so much less desirable. If you were to believe the Carr brothers in this, you are thinking, man, you put this guy in the right spot. Maybe he really can flourish at this point. In you his know, it's
4: amazing. to me is that basically the, the Raiders told him to go home. Yeah, the Raiders, the Raiders essentially cut him. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. No, he's not a bad guy. He's a great guy. He is. I am telling you, his teammates love him. He is a. He is a. He's a great leader. He's a great person. There is nothing wrong with him in terms of who he is as a personality. And could you trust giving him 30 to 35 million a year for, you know, five years? I would trust him without question. The question is, is that does he trust the Jets that he would think that they're going to be here? This coaching staff is going to be here. It's great to have a nice dinner and all that other stuff. Mm. When that when the crap hits the fan, right, that he doesn't know these people. Sure. Well, you know, some of them. I'm sure he does, but he's never been in a situation where, you know, all of a sudden, you know, he's signing this huge contract and he becomes front and center the guy under the most pressure to go out there and deliver. He gets hurt, something happens, things go south. You know what the hell's gonna happen
3: around here. Oh, of course, absolutely. If Zach Wilson becomes the quarterback if Derek Carr goes down hurt and leads the Jets to the playoffs, right? That's what'll happen. Yeah, and then you still owe Derek Carr another hundred and fifty million in guaranteed money. Uh, disaster. Right. Let's go to Greg in the Poconos. What's going on? What's going on, Greg? Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I don't I wonder why nobody's talking about Seattle as a possible landing spot for either of these two. If you want to talk about the Ravens moving on from Lamar. I could easily see Seattle moving on from Geno Smith. Yeah, I mean, he had a really, really good year for them. He'd been in that organization for a while. They're starting to rebuild. I think really and you know, not to mention. Yeah. The road to the Super Bowl is obviously much easier in the NFC than it is the AFC. So if Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers, if that's their biggest goal, why would either one of them even why would they bother with the AFC? Well, uh, because Aaron Rodgers apparently is not going to get traded to an NFC team by the Green Bay Packers. I don't know if I fully uh. I don't know if I fully believe that because if he's driving the bus and he's the one that's pushing all the buttons, and he tells the Green Bay Packers, "This is the team I want to go to in the NFC, or I'm going to show up and screw your entire season up." I don't know what the Packers end up doing. Well, in that yeah, well, none of the Packers—that's th- not going
4: to happen. So he's either retiring or he's playing for the Jets now. I think that's what I think. You've ruled out the Raiders. I have. Wow, ruled him out. I mean, I don't know Devontae Adams is sitting out there. I know that that seems to be like a pretty big lore.
3: There's no question about that. Sure, but you're ruling him out because of what? Because of the Josh McDaniels? I, 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 Personally, I think,
4: you know, man, I don't know why. I just think he's going to say to the Packers, I want to go to the Jets. I want to <laughs> go with Nathaniel Hackett. I want to go there.
3: Man, oh, man. And yeah.
4: then if he says that, the Packers have no choice. Well, yeah, they'll be happy to send him to the Jets. Right, and they'll do it, and they'll just get rid of him and get him out of his, uh, you know, get him out of their hair and turn
3: it to Jordan Love. <sighs> Man, I just, the fact that you've gone from, he's not going to the Jets. I think he's going to end up with the Raiders. He's not going to want to live here. He doesn't want to play here, all that stuff, too. I think he's going to come out of his darkness retreat and say, I want to play for the Jets. is amazing to me. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, he's it's just a strange situation for him. Does he want to do exactly what Brett Favre did? You know, Go from the Packers to the Jets? Is that something that's in his mind? I don't know. Does he want to live out here? I, I really, I mean... I mean, for what we do, it would be a home, well, run. obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, or a touchdown, or however yeah. you want to call it. No, absolutely. It That's why I wanted ridiculous. to happen. Ridiculous! It would
4: be unbelievable if he came here for us.
3: Yeah, I'm surprised. That, like the listen to the radio station and some of the callers that have called up and everything about the, you know, the the Aaron Rodgers hate and like I don't want him because he's kooky and this and that and not a good teammate and everything else. I mean, I, I don't know, and I, I, I know, know where he, people come up with that. <sighs> well, they they come up with it because he is a little kooky. Uh, yeah so he's so he's a deep thinker and he's bright who cares yeah he can freaking flat out play right and that's that's the only thing that matters and and i i do believe if he changes teams and all eyes are on him again that he's going to commit and he's going to do the things he needs to do to be able to be great i can't imagine changing teams and just showing up on like the, the day before the first preseason game i don't believe that at all there's no way absolutely no way I know one thing, wherever he goes, and if he does
4: go to the Jets and he steps in that locker room, all of a sudden, everybody's better. Oh, yes. I mean, I mean defense is right. better.
3: You know, it's just everybody's better. All right, let's go to Jim in Westchester. What's up, Jim? Hey, how you guys doing? All what's
7: right, up? Jimmy, what's happening, brother? Not much, not much. I, I think, I think, before I get to my point about um, Aaron Rodgers, I think I know what's going on here, though. I think... Boomer came in, saw Gio was a little sick, and Gio was like, "Hey, Boomer, I took over for you during Super Bowl. You got to come with some heat today because I don't, Boomer, I can't believe what you're saying about Aaron Rodgers. He's after everything we've heard from him over his entire career. He's probably the cockiest, most arrogant person in the league. Right now, he's going to take fifty million less dollars, reorganize his deal." give Green Bay no picks, and he's going to come to the Jets to play Mahomes and, you know, Joey Burrow, and, and you know, you just said he's going to make the AFC championship game? I mean,
3: that just... Well, they would have to. I mean, with Aaron Rodgers, to me, that would be yeah, the but, acceptable but you know,
7: how, minimum. I understand, but you're saying they have to. Like, imagine
3: they well, lose... Well, if they have to, then the, yo, then bro, the, the, the coaching staff has got to go. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, Jim, no matter
4: yeah, where no matter where Aaron Rodgers plays next year, he's going to have to modify his contract If he plays, if he plays, he's going to have to because no team can afford it.
7: All I'm saying is just imagine this. The Jets are in the playoffs, divisional round. They're in Kansas City, right, against Patrick Mahomes, just about the same team as they both had this year with adding Aaron Rodgers. You're telling me that you're assuming that Aaron Rodgers is going to go in to arrowhead and win the game based, Geo, based on your,
3: what you are saying. No, David, I mean I am not assuming he's going to win the game. I am just saying that he's, that's the expectation right. when Aaron Rodgers comes here. And if, if you are getting
4: Aaron Rodgers, that's what you want. So, Jim, uh, yeah, so are you, De- are you saying that are you saying that Derek Carr would go in there and, and beat them? No, I am not. I am not
3: saying that. I am
7: telling. I am saying the Jets are way too high
4: expectations. The AFC is stacked. Yeah, you know? I know. We 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 all know that. I am just saying, like the best <laughs> the best situation for the Jets right now is for them to somehow acquire Aaron Rodgers for two years and let Zach Wilson sit behind him. And that, that to me, is the best, 100% the best situation for who the Jets are and immediately makes them a contender. Whether or not they win or not, that's a whole other story, but immediately makes them a contender. I just
7: think, one, I just think, one, you can't assume that they're going to make the AFC title game. You have to assume that they're going to have to go into Arrowhead or into Cincinnati where I think... I mean, this they is would... one of
3: those things we are just not listening, and it's driving me nuts because I feel like crap. I'm not assuming anything. I'm saying that the expectation is if you bring in Aaron Rodgers with this team <laughs> at this juncture of the coaching staff, that your ass better be in the AFC championship game or those losers are gone. Got it? Is that clear? It's not I'm not assuming they're going to win the game. I'm saying that if you go from Zach Wilson, who sucks, the meanest one I've ever seen ever in football, to Aaron Rodgers, and you don't make it to the title game, then see ya, forget about it. You're done. You're worthless. Worthless. So that's my point. It's not an assumption, it's an expectation. And everybody in there should be thinking the same thing. And Woody Johnson can talk all he wants about... I, you know, a playoff mandates and I don't do that type of stuff. If Aaron Rodgers walks into that building and you don't make the playoffs and make a little bit of a run in the playoffs, then just, you know what? Just go back to England and, and bury your head under the ground and never come back and sell the team. Go back to England. Exactly. Back or to England. England where you that's right. a little harsh. Back to England.
5: Where that's a little harsh. I hmm. mean, not
3: feeling good, but that's a little harsh. Yeah, I'm feeling terrible. Yeah, I know mm. Should I be drinking water or not drinking
4: water? I think you need a little bit
3: of water. I'm taking little sips. Oh, baby sips. God. This is just the pit. Am I doing better by being here? Like, am I doing the show a service or a disservice by sitting here? I would say a service at this point, yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's a service. And I appreciate the sir. I, I appreciate your service. Thank you for your service.
3: <laughs> but Jerry would have, like, more energy and stuff than I have
4: right I now. I think you're you know? having really good energy. And the fact I, is that when you get annoyed by a caller or something, that it really comes to the forefront. Uh,
5: and you actually have improved uh, from the start of the show in uh,
3: the opinion of Al and I. Well, that's good, but I've deteriorated since the beginning of the show in my own body. But the fact that I'm sounding good, I guess, is okay. or Uh, sounding okay. Yeah,
4: you sound great.
3: (laughs) Man, oh, man. We got this big announcement tomorrow. Now I'm thinking if I go home and start puking and everything, I'm going to miss that. Oh, it's not today? I thought it was today.
4: (sighs) No, it's tomorrow, but uh, nobody's even really told me what this announcement is.
3: Yeah, I know. We're going to hand you the paper. It'll be really surprising for you. It's because every time, like, you know, you get a piece of information like yes. that, you blur it right out on the air. So, like, we will have to keep it from you so you don't do that. Okay. You know, like. So with, that's what's going on here. Right. Like the DA alley thing. You know, like, we. Well, wait a, a minute. It. Nobody. I, I saw it for the first time. That's why I took issue with it. I understand. But I'm saying we kept it from you for that exact reason. You're going to go right on. The I didn't air even down. know there was something to keep from me. I know. But we did, and we kept. It I from. didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like this I'm is. Glad, I- and I, I'm glad I said something. So, uh, big announcement tomorrow, eight a.m. Big show announcement. Big show. Big show announcement. The boomer knows nothing about, and we'll hand it to him two minutes before the announcement, and he'll read it, and that'll be very interesting to see if he'll even want to participate.
4: Is this like our uh, our Memorial Day show or something? No. no. It is not no. the summer show no no not. You, nope. you promise me that that's not what it is that's not what it is i'd say that's probably will also happen
3: but that's not what that is correct yes yeah, is that something completely different yeah that would because that wouldn't be that was something we've done yeah. every year exception of covid so this would be a you know a new thing we did do a covid can you tell well, me what, well, uh, can you tell me that i was you best, know how bad you feel right now yeah that was how me and al felt during that whole segment I think you should do it. I think you should do a, uh, a COVID uh, Zoom uh, kick off the that summer. That terrible. And then we could talk about how many people have passed away. <laughs> we can play very sad music. We can talk about how nobody's getting together to enjoy their barbecues with their families. It we was, could talk about ventilators and things like that. And then we could have, Mike, don't you just do a dirge? <laughs> talk right. Maybe we should get some some bagpipes. Anybody know a bagpipe <laughs> group or just a bagpiper would be fine. Do we know a bagpiper with Zoom capabilities? He can play Hallelujah. I'll ask David. All right. Boomer, All right. G- <laughs> Boomer and Geo on the fan, CBS Sports <laughs> Network.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.